And uh, Michael, can you hear us? Do you like Do you like that song? I, I want you to I, I want you to continue, and I'll do give you a little back and forth. The voice. This is the this is how we do audio checks now. Michael, can you hear me? Michael, can you hear me? No, Michael, can you hear me? Michael, can you hear me? Michael, can you hear me? <laughs> Michael, can you hear me? I can Michael. hear you all. <laughs> okay, that's what I wanted to know. That's Jesus what we were trying to do. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Christ, can you get an engineer <laughs> these days? <laughs> can't do a goddamn thing in this business. With it. You can't get good help. You know, it's you know, we're trying much. we're trying to do a mic mic check, you know, and it's like you got a double <laughs> mic. Uh, listen, fuck you guys. Anyway, Anthony's on family business. It's a G man B man special. G man, what's cooking? How you doing? Ice coffee wise. Ice coffee wise, I'm doing great. B man, how you doing? Beard and empty hands wise. Let me tell you something. What happened to me? I get to Pfizer vaccine yesterday from the National Guard, as only I will. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you you try and give me a doctor or a CVS worker injecting that yeah. thing. I say, put on some camouflage, fuck yeah. face, yeah. or I'm not taking it. And then last night in bed, Amy goes, "How are you feeling?" I go, what do you mean, how am I feeling? She goes, you know, side effects and that sort of stuff. I said, have you seen my arms? Okay. You know who has side effects right now? The fucking needle that gave me the vaccine. That's, <laughs> that, that's who had a side effect. Woke up this morning. I think I'm dying. Yeah. I, I think and I'm that, dying. Needle, that needle's back in his hometown with a broken <laughs> leg being like, you don't know what I went through. You don't know who I fought. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. You got a flu, but that needle is that needle's in the coma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, I got I got the old Pfizer vet. Shout out to Pfizer, you know. I like a I like a little yeah. I like a little small business. You know? We got a we got a quick uh, we got a quick. Uh, hey, you're on the air with Brendan and Greg. Hey, hey, hey! I got a little sad news. Oh, I'm yeah. recording a podcast right now, Dad. Oh, okay. Let me call you right after. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, Dad. I, I love laugh. you. I'll call you right back, bye. I don't I'm know sorry. what that is. I shouldn't laugh at that. Uh, that was not good. Your dad. Let me call you right back. What? Yeah, Let I'll me call you. I'll, right you call back. your dad. Maintain. This could be important. I'm going to maintain solo. Uh, Mike, come on in on the audio. Uh, Greg's got to call right. his dad. Uh, this right is. Back. This is. Uh, that's the problem when you're running a, a, a sort of live action type of deal here mike you know what i mean is uh yeah. you think you know greg's dad being as funny as he is you think he's gonna come in get a character something out of him he's got sad news to share so uh you know that's proof to our listeners we run this thing on the fly now what are you doing you look like uh you look uh your lighting setup right now looks like uh what are those guys they went out of style they were into like uh being mad at ladies uh, oh, incels. Yeah, you look like an incel lighting setup, right? What? <laughs> what? Yeah, it is. It's an incel setup. You've got an incel oh. setup going, like kind of all black, no light, just black behind you. You look like your incel, an incel that that is recording his final video before he kills everyone in a Victoria's Secret. <laughs> oh, those women are angels. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> Beautiful. You ever, you ever get like... Uh, like, this is my horniness level. Like, and I think I'm a bit past it now, like, as I've gotten a little older. But you ever, like, be on the train and see a lady who's, like, not even hot, 
and she just has her lunch packed in a Victoria's Secret bag, and you just get horny from the bag. Have you ever got horny from a Victoria's Secret bag? No, but I've gotten horny from a lunch. <laughs> real quick, can I just jump in real quick? I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what happened there. Um, we are about to probably get horrendous news uh, that I'm probably, that's whatever. Uh, he's calling back. I got to go. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is the best. Just running a podcast. One guy's uh, out on, on family business. The other guy's got horrendous family business coming in. And then, uh, you know, Mike's lost. All, Mike's the king of lighting. There you go. There you go. You look like Bobby right now, actually. How is how, everything? Are you in New York or Texas? I'm still in Texas. Uh, I was just in, in uh, Dallas this last weekend. And I had to take everything up there, so it's, it was all disconnected. I went to Dallas to play soccer when I was like seventeen or sixteen or seventeen, and uh, I didn't. I was. I'm not a big Mike. I'm not a big uh, look at the weather type of guy, you know. So I go. I say to myself, and this was like this tournament was in like November, uh, and I say to myself, Dallas, that's tropical. No need, no need for a long sleeve shirt or any type of pants. And I just go to this tournament. It was fucking 38 degrees the whole time I was in Dallas. And I just had a T-shirt and shorts to get me through. And then I ran and jumped in the hot tub at the hotel and it was broken, freezing cold. And I was <laughs> locked and I was locked out of the hotel. It was a uh, harrowing. And we lost the fucking tournament. Harrowing. Fuck Dallas. You know what I mean? And yeah, then that's the second worst thing that happened in Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, here's the thing. You got to think about it like this, Mike. You got to think about it in these terms. And people don't. JFK, right? right? Likely would already be dead by now. So, yes, it may, you know, maybe he's, he's on life support. So, yes, that was a bad thing. But now, it just adds a little flavor to history. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, a, hor- a horrendous thing. But now that so much time has passed, he would have been dead anyway. Eh, why not? You know, like, and not enough people think about that. Greg, Greg, Greg I just, uh, I just blew same, Mike's same mind. Same with Lincoln. Same with Lincoln. <laughs> What's well, exact well. same with Lincoln? He'd, he'd be dead anyway by now. Greg, is everything all right with your dad? I don't want okay. to cry. Everything well, my dad's it was like my dad's cousin passed away, right? Yeah. So I got so it's sad, more sad for him. I don't know them very well, right? So it's bad, um, yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, I think he's okay. I think they knew it was coming. Uh, sad thing, but uh, man, if that isn't rad, dude, cast fashion for me to answer a phone call on the podcast and someone died. This is literally, I think, the second <laughs> time and only time we've ever answered a phone call on the podcast, and it was someone being like, "Well, I'm in the hospital with my mom." Old, yeah. that's a callback to an old episode. Yeah, um, but. Uh, yeah, I, I, sorry, I had to run. I just was like, oh my God, what? Cause I was like, oh, that's probably nothing. And then I was like, what if my Aunt Marianne died, whom right. I love? So, and so yeah. I had this call. Yeah. But yeah. It's sad. It's, it's not I don't good. Know. I don't know it's the right good. thing. To, yeah. It's fine. I mean, like, I didn't know them too well. So, um, yeah. It's so okay. we, we, we grieve for, we grieve with your dad. You right. know, we know right. your right. dad and we grieve with him. And, uh, uh, but, go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, but I do want to just touch on two things real quick. And I just want to throw my two cents in here have masturbated to a Victoria's Secret bag. And when, every time I walk by one, I get horny. I can't even look inside. I don't know if that's what you guys are talking about. But yes, that's, I heard for a yes. that's the thing is, is I, I, I asked Mike, I said, these bags, 
You see a lady like on the subway, she could be 60 years old. She's bringing her lunch in a Victoria's Secret bag and you get all horned up because you knew what once was in there. You know, mm -hmm. now yeah. I'd, I'd like to bring you up to speed with something. And I really would like your take on this because you're well, yeah. I would say that those Victoria's Secret bags, though, I just want to say that you're like, I don't know what she's got in there. You know, it could be a thong, could be could be a whole other woman in there. You know, it could be a naked, sure. just a set of tits. Oh, okay. Sure. Could really be good. a set good sandwich. You know what I mean? Right. Like, Probably a sandwich. Because New York people reuse these bags. Right. Right. Yeah. But anyway, bring me up to speed about Abraham. Okay. So let me bring you up as a speed because you're a time guy. I consider you a guy that's you know knows the intricacies of the space time model. Mm -hmm. And what I told Mike is I was telling him this story about Dallas, and he made a joke about that's the second worst thing that ever happened in Dallas, referring to, of course, John F. Kennedy getting shot. But I here's my take on this, right? Whatever. How, wait, what happened in Dallas, though, aside from JFK? That's the only one I know. Well, no, I gave him a personal story of my own. The one time I went oh, to okay. Dallas and it was bad. And got it, got it, got it, got it. Uh, but uh, so here's my personal take. And I'm, uh, I'd like to see what you think of this. It's like, yes, at the time, you know, of course, JFK getting shot was bad. Abraham Lincoln getting shot was terrible. But like mm -hmm. but now. You, now they would both be dead already. So now I say, was it bad or was it just a little flavor to our history? Do you no, know what it, I mean? Uh, like, yes, it was bad. And here's why. Yes, okay. they would be dead by now. But what by taking their lives away early, we lost on whatever else they could have added to the world. Right. They could have come up with things. So or we don't know. There is no no, no, no reset. There is no such thing as bad. Because there was that was the only way it would have ever played out. You know what I mean? So like maybe that maybe Lincoln would have two days later would have been like, you know what? The slaves thing I had a bag was wrong, you know, and he yeah. could have did that and then well, reverse slavery. But we right. don't know. So but you're saying a flavor. But you're sorry. You know, I love this stuff. So I get too torn up. Right. You know, no, let's no. get back to the original question. What are you asking me? Is it is it bad or is it just a flavor well, in time? Well, I'm saying once the time has passed where they already would have been dead, right? Their mm -hmm. life's over and things have gone how they've gone. And right. like, you know, I, I think, you know, my, my knowledge, I'm not the best historical ex expert, but I think Lyndon Bain Johnson took over from uh, uh, Kennedy and, and passed the civil rights act at kind of like in honor of John F. Kennedy. I don't know if that would have happened. It's like, and now that they've been dead anyway, isn't it sort of fun to have a country with a with a presidential uh, murder mystery? You know what I mean? Rather than sure. vanilla, everything vanilla. So this isn't really a time question. This is a silver lining. And what is your perspective question? Right. Because you right. could always look back and go, well, at the time when they died, a lot of people were sad and it hurt a lot of people's feelings. And so like. That is, but there is silver lining. Is it like because JFK was or Lincoln was shot, secret uh, Secret Service was formed, and that, I mean that's the whole thing about the Holocaust. People go, "Was the Holocaust bad?" And you go, "Of course it was bad." But what if that Holocaust prevented us from having a bigger, a bigger Holocaust? What if? Right. What if because I always said like I'd like a time show. You know, I usually do time TV shows yeah. where um, someone went back in time and is Lincoln. He Lincoln. No, he's not Lincoln. He's Hitler. He's a time traveler. And he was Hitler because he had to do that to prevent a mass genocide of every human on Earth. Right. right. So it's like they needed to do. It's kind of like when you get a, a vaccination, you get the first one, which is a little bit and you still get sick. And the second, you know, yeah, it keeps you from getting the big one. So it's like, how do we know that all of these horrible events weren't time travels doing 
the smallest version of them just to keep society going. So you, you, that question is unanswerable. So I say unanswerable. C, yeah. unanswerable. Unanswerable C. Uh, like, let, let me pose this, right? Say you, you take like a Ted Bundy, right? Right. Now, Ted Bundy killed something in the range of, uh, I don't know, 37 women somewhere around there. Mike, check me on that. Right. Uh, and now I'm not making any excuses for Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is the amount of documentaries, movies, right. entertainment produced off of Ted Bundy. Was that worth 37 lives? Maybe. Well, I mean, what's a life? What matters in exactly. a life? Exactly. Right? So right. When you go with the murdering of people, right? Like, well, if you're a Catholic or religious person, you believe in heaven. So any murderer really is doing the good work of God. And he's bringing in, um, he's bringing he's he's bringing people to heaven quicker, right? So that's right. if you believe in God, and if you don't believe in God, the only way to value a life is who will miss them when they're dead, in my opinion, right? Because right. that's the that's the damage that's being done is when people die, they're sad. Sure. sure. Um, so well, you and, know. and 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 whatever, and this there's no way of measuring this, but whatever future contributions to society they would have made. That's unmeasurable. Unmeasurable. Because you can't you so I say you can't judge that. You can't judge potential, but what you can also judge is how much money they owed people and died <laughs> without paying back. That's another way. That's like a big abortion thing. It's like, well, they don't owe anybody money yet, so you can abort them. Right. But if someone's 37 and you kill them and they're 37, but they owed a bunch of family members, you know, they had to lean on their car. You know, you just a lot of people lost some money there. So what's what's the deal? As long as no one has co-signed on a loan, they can't. If you die, that's it. Right. They can't go after your family. Or how's that work? I, I've heard that they could kind of your, your debts can pass to other people. I think I don't know. I do want to say, I want to get back to that in a second. Mike says he has an answer. So let's see what Mike's answer is, and then we'll make Mike look up that other thing we said, too. Okay. Uh, Ted Bundy uh, was convicted for 30, uh, but they think he uh, he confessed to 30, but they think there might be 100 more that, that he didn't confess to. That's, that's great information. So what I want to bring up here about what Mike's saying with the 30 and people he didn't confess to, you don't know how many people, Brendan, and I don't know how many people, and Mike doesn't know how many people we may have killed. Right. You don't know how many people you left a door open one day and the wind got in, gave someone a chill. They had a 98, you know, they were 98 years old. They got a flu. They died. You know, you ever think about all the people you may have killed by your actions that were inconsequential just by being in the wrong place in the wrong time or the right time? Yeah, the you know butter, I mean? like butterfly effect. Now, I would I would say if we're, we're talking about the butterfly effect, Ted Bundy, a hell of a lot closer to the butterfly's wing than whatever we may have done. You know what I mean? Like uh, that guy, that guy was the butterfly. Uh, yeah. He was the uh, head. He was the needle. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like, it's like, is me, is me driving a certain speed, you know, making some guy go like, you know what? I should go faster. And then he kill he die, he kills his whole family, you know, like right. like by speeding. Like who knows? We're probably the blood is on everyone's hands here. But the reality is, man, over the 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 judge of death and whether or not it matters or not is time, right? Because over a Norse, uh, over a, a any higher level of time looked at, then no death means anything. If you look at you know, if you look at my death within the time frame that we live in. My death is sad, but if you look at the time frame that a planet, you know, this is a classic shit that a planet lives or a sun lives, you know, all of Earth doesn't even fucking matter. 
You know what none I mean? Of, none of it. None of nothing it. matter. Universe no, doesn't nothing. matter. And that that's nothing you know, matters. you go back. Uh, <laughs> dead question. Answer ready. Like, <laughs> uh, and before Mike answers that, and that, that's like a lot of the like. Um, you know, Sartre, like the um, existentialists who like they basically touched on that and like realizing like, what is this? Who cares? Like, why? Yeah. Why? Why do we care what anyone, including ourselves, does? Because it's fucking meaningless. It's like it's like you're just you're you're watching a, 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 a nonsense through your eyes. You know, it's nothing. It's it's a fucking bleep on a non-existent radar. Who cares? You know, like the sun's yeah. going to explode. The sun's going to explode and none of this will be anything. Mike. Well, uh, oh, okay. wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like, I mean, like to that to that point, people always look for like the meaning of life. And to me, the meaning of life is very simple. It's it's just kind of outweighing pleasure with sadness, you know, like just try to be as have as much feeling good while you're on the roller coaster. It's like, what's the meaning of a roller coaster? Well, it's yeah. to have a little bit of fun before it's over. Right. Um, but then people go with like, but then why do we keep the human race alive, right? Well, we don't know. There could eventually become a reason that is bigger than us. For If humans need to live long enough because we need to create something for some other planet to exist in matter, that is a really, like a bit, but even though, even that, if you look with a wide enough, uh, zoom out enough, how could anything ever matter? That's what I want someone to answer. How could anything ever matter? Right. Ever. Well, well, and that's I think so much more comforting. To, sorry, it's so much more comforting to me than than things mattering. But go ahead. Sorry. Absolutely, I uh, agree a hundred percent. That's the comfort, and like I think it matters in what you said. Like all it matters is like take joy in the kindnesses and like whatever small meaningless things you can do. That's all. That's the only meaning is your own personal joy. And for me, I'm not like one of these um, anarchists who who would say like, or not anarchists, I forget the word, uh, the exact word, but who says nihilist? like, yeah, I'm not a nihilist who is saying take joy, whether it's good. There's no, there is no good. There is no bad because I think you can impinge on other people's joy. So I think kindness and that sort of stuff is important, but I think the only fucking meaning is that you're taking joy in your life and being kind to other people to enhance the joy in their life? Because there's no greater meaning. There's no greater yeah. meaning other than, like you said, the roller coaster. You're on the roller coaster. Fucking be on it because that's it. And then to answer your question, I think about like, why does the human race go on? Well, to me, it's like, well, there's two options, right? It goes on yeah. or it doesn't go on. And I don't really give a fuck. So, have it go on so more people can ride the roller coaster, you know, till it till we fuck it till the roller coaster well, breaks. Well, it's the thing. It's like extinct. And it's like better to have it because you might need it later. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, so keep it yeah. going. We don't know. Like people like well, that's why I don't throw shit out. It's like, I don't yeah. know. I might need this hammer later. Right. But I mean, to the I mean, I hate to talk about suicide because I have like a I hate I like to talk about suicide because it is something that I think about a lot, but it isn't something that is like it's a guy. He's not knocking at my door, but he's on the block. Right. Sure. I looked down a block. I go, oh, there he is. He's yeah. there. He's not too close, but he's always kind of looking at me. He came when to I... my house once. <laughs> exactly. He was in here. Your... Yeah. <laughs> guy, he broke into your room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but So like, I like to talk lightly about it because it's something I think about, but I always think like, okay, to what you're saying with go or not go, that's how I look at life. Sometimes I go, well, why don't I just kill myself? Well, I go, well, I mean, it doesn't really mean if, if I don't, if I kill myself, 
it doesn't matter to me, but Tita will be sad. I don't want really Tita to be sad. I don't want other people to be sad. I mean, I could, but then why don't, would it doesn't matter to them? They're going to die anyway. Like, oh, well, suicide versus non-suicide is probably the same, but I'm pretty lazy, so I won't. Like, and laziness is a very strong factor for me where it's like the whole idea of like doing and laziness is the right word of like, I don't want to do it because nah, I just don't want to do it. But it's never like, say like there's a weird suicide when there's depression who are like, like what you went through, which is like yeah. real. And then there's like the suicide I have, which is like, yeah, I mean, what does anything matter? Who really cares? You know what I mean? Like who cares? Right. But I, I don't know. You know, so it's like, I just won't because, but, and I, I just want to add on a positive note to this is yeah. it like, me going would cause a lot of sadness when I go, I believe. And when I think about Tita being sad, I get sad. And I don't want her to be sad. And I don't know why I don't want her to be sad if nothing really matters, because it does matter. So I don't want her to be sad. So I won't. And also, I have no need to do it. I don't know if that makes sense. Well, I know that makes absolute sense. And that's why I kind of think we're, we're, we're on the same page, maybe not on the same sentence, because I, I agree. I agree that like, if you zoom out far enough, right, nothing matters at all. It's fucking so inconsequential. But if you zoom in, if you zoom in to a to a to a to a Greg level, right. it does matter. You know, your daily activities do matter in that they affect other people's experiences. You know that, and that's it. And that's a, and right. that's and I do think that is important. If we're talking about, I think both you and I are on the same page. It's like the only point to this thing is to be on the ride. Like the only fucking point is the only point of being here is that you're here. And that's and you're, way better too. I mean, it's yeah. way better because this idea of like a funny fun fact, Brendan. I yeah. went to church yesterday. My dad made me go to church with him, and we can get yeah. into that after. But it was like. Being 30 years out of church or, you know, 15 years from going to church. Yeah. It's another experience when you kind of watch with these new eyes. Yeah. Um, but like, man, I lost my train of thought. I lost it. I lost my train of thought. It was about, um, what was it? We were talking about. Oh, the ride. Oh, the yeah. test. Right. Yeah. When you have religion, it's a test at the end. Right. It's like you're doing all this shit as a test. And someone's watching you and judging you. But when you don't believe in that, there's no test. So you can write any crazy shit you want on that quiz, right? What's right. more fun, getting an answer right or wrong based on what you think the teacher will say or writing what's five times five? And then you just fucking write, I don't know, an elephant wears a hat and it goes to the gym. Like that's way more shit. Like you could be way sillier and have right. more fun when no one is judging. When you know no one is judging you and all you're trying to do is just kind of bring joy into other people's lives and your own yeah. life. Yeah. And then on top of that, like if you're doing that, right, if that's how you're living your life, if you're living your life, like, look, I'm going to bring joy to people's lives and through through and usually that's through kindness, you know, like through kindness or entertainment or being generally being what we would accept as a good person. I right. think the bonus of that is if at the end of this thing against what I consider all odds. There is a God and he doesn't let you in heaven for doing that. Fuck him anyway. Then, right. you know what I mean? Like, wait, your whole concept was I had to believe in you and worship right. to you. You're a prick. I right. was nice to everyone. Like, well, what? This, yeah, <laughs> this idea of heaven to me. And I've brought this up before. It's so silly to me that like, so wait a minute, you created earth just to see if we can get like you had a pre party to see if we can get into your second party instead of just letting us into your second party and having an awkward conversation and being like, I think you should leave. Right. Yeah. Just, just 
Why is there earth? Just have heaven. We go into heaven. And if you're like, you kind of suck, ask me to leave. Is God, it's like, God is just a fucking passive aggressive guy who can't just tell you to your face, you don't belong here. This doesn't make any sense. So we have to do this whole earth thing. Yeah. Or it like, doesn't make any sense. Or take a video game, right? Take, take, uh, you know, the old uh, uh, 007, you know, for mm-hmm. uh, for 64, right? Right. You can't walk through a certain wall, right? You just can't. You got to go around it. Make that with genocide on Earth. Guess what? Impossible to do. Sorry. This Impossible against, to do genocide? Yeah, against the coding. Like, he could have done that. You know what I mean? Oh, if he, he, if he made, made it. People... Yeah, yeah. Well, why couldn't he have just been like, yep. That's against the coding. Impossible. Because of why? Because then we get into the thing of then why is genocide bad? If you're God and you're heaven and you know everyone's coming to heaven, death means nothing to you. So of course, besides the people, the argument that I get mad at is they go, "Well, you know God isn't good because there's evil on earth." You no, know you don't. If God is eternal, death is not bad. You know what I mean? That's right. it's not. If you're if you believe in God and you then genocide is letting people into heaven. And right. it's like not that sounds like I'm promoting murder, which I don't want to do, which is clearly why they wrote it in the Bible is you don't want to promote murder. But it's like to a, to God's level, death, pain, suffering. None of that means anything to him. And it shouldn't, because why would it? Why would he care if you think about how long eternity is and he's alive in eternity? What is a rape? You know, it's like, well, you're coming to heaven anyway. You're going to have ultimate joy for the, for the rest of eternity. Right. Yeah, one rape is actually a good thing because now at least when you're up here in heaven, you have something to think about. Well, you know? and, remember and, pain. I mean, also, I mean, on that, it's so funny that the Bible, the Ten Commandments, you know, uh, explicitly um, ban murder. They don't say anything about genocide. I'll tell you why. Because, like, I think like five pages later, they do that whole genocide in that town. <laughs> I'm not a biblical expert, but I, I I forget what they're called, but they kill everyone in a town. And it's like, right. like to prove their devotion to God. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You just said no murder. That's a millions <laughs> of murders. Like, Mike, I don't know. Google this. This is a <laughs> meme about it. Google um, how many people Satan killed in the Bible and how many people God killed. Oh, yeah. There's a I, number. Yeah, it's I like sent 20, you this. Yeah, is that somebody, what it mean? Yeah, somebody counted it up. It's so funny. Somebody counted up the Bible and it's it's the best. It's devil. how many people how many people the devil killed versus how many people God killed in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 crazy. It's I mean, also, I just want to also say that like as an atheist, that's why I think murder is bad, right? As per God rules, murder is not bad. But as per atheist rules, you get one shot at this and don't kill me because you're taking away my shot. Right. And right. you're taking away people's pain. Like if on the micro level, it's awesome. Like murder is bad because you're taking away love in people's uh, who killed more people in the Bible. God. <laughs> um, oh, was that was that number, Brendan? Uh, God is uh, two million. Uh, thirty-eight thousand three hundred forty-four, and what? What Satan, say, Greg? Satan is ten. <laughs> Less. He couldn't have even killed. He just killed the ten command. I know the, the apostles. Let more apostles than people Satan murdered. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then the other thing. I mean, we get into this, but like, I mean, depending on what religion you are, it's so ridiculous to me that like going going on your theory, right? If you if you were a strict a strip, if you if you were a Christian that 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 took a strict interpretation of the Bible, right? Murder would be good uh, as long as you killed a Christian. 
right? right? Because they're going to heaven. Right. You kill a devout Muslim who's been living a wonderful life. You kill a devout um, Jew who's been living a wonderful life. You kill a devout, um, uh, you know, uh, baby who didn't go to church yet. Yeah, baby who didn't go to church. They're going to hell forever, right. you know? Like So there is some argument to that. My dad gives me this argument that to that, which is I don't I, it's hard with my dad because sometimes I think he just makes up his own Bible rules, which yeah. is like always fun. Yeah. But he'll be like, um he'll uh, uh shit. I got a text and it just threw me off mentally. Uh he'll be like, No, God lets everybody into heaven. I believe that he's got love and all those people will get in. And I go, I don't think that's what it says. And he's like, and that's what they tell me. And then he also says there's like a purgatory rule of like babies don't go to hell. Like he comes up with excuses for this stuff that he swears as people are talking about. But as per the rules and the writings, I don't I don't know that it's I think that like if you're looking at it as a dickhead like we are because we're dickheads of religion because we hate it. Um, the rules are you go to hell. But I think like religious people are all like, nah, well, man, everyone goes to heaven. Yeah. And I think I mean, look, there is something to be said for like men wrote the bible you know god right. didn't write it you know like so you don't have to be a strict uh a strict biblical interpreter you can be a christian with thinking like you know what that's wrong like i think god is a loving god who would let it you know you don't have to but if you're gonna say you're you're Perfect you're an evangelical uh, you know an evangelical christian i think you think those people go to at least purgatory for a long time. I think hell, like especially like they mentioned the yeah. infidels and stuff like that. I don't know. The whole the thing, simple, the whole simple thing too. Sorry, Brennan. I go thought ahead. you were cresting. I thought you were cresting, but you had another run in you. I didn't know. I crested. I crested. <laughs> the other thing too, and I think this has been brought up a billion times. It's like, why would the devil care? Like God, he's like, God was like, fuck the devil. He's not my friend. He's going to hell. So then why is the devil working for God? Why is he being like, well, I'll be the warden of hell. You know what I mean? If he's got his own place, he's probably like, yeah, come hang. You know what I mean? Like, why is he? Why? Go ahead. Now, you, you, you caught the. I, we've, talk, wave, we've, we, we've talked about this before. It's absolutely. I couldn't agree more. If he if the devil. Right. He's this fallen angel. He's this fallen angel. And he is. The um, I guess the personification of evil, right? Well, then why does he want to punish evil people? Right. He would he love the them. He would go, great work. This is your heaven. Welcome right. to heaven for you. And it's better than that heaven up there because you can do sick shit. Dude, you know? better, better or worse. It's funny, better or worse. When Hitler got to hell, he got an award. You know yeah. what I mean? He was right. like, "You're one of the best guys here, and you're you're a good you're you're king here." But I don't think they want to promote that on Earth. They don't want you to know. It's like, look, you could go good and get into heaven, or you can go be the champion of evil and be a king in hell. They want you to aim good, but I don't think they would tell you that. Like, you know, he's going to be like, "Yeah, I mean, T Charles Chuck Bundy is Chuck Bundy is like a race car driver in, right in hell. You know, top a race, car, race driver. car driver, one of the top race car drivers in the hell circuit. Uh, and I think the answer to that probably, I mean, look, neither Greg nor I are like we think about this a lot, but neither of us are are really super studied on the Bible, you know. And I I I think the answer to that is that like the devil is this fallen angel and God is punishing him by putting him yeah. in charge of hell. And so I think the idea is like, it's not that he likes evil doing. He's just so mad at his job and what God has done to him that like whoever they 
gave him, he would be punishing and torturing those people. You know what I right, mean? Like, he loves he loves sick shit. So like, yeah. if he's like, hey, I'm a guy who loves murder and death and rape. As soon as you come to my place, guess what, buddy? I'm going to murder and death and rape you because right. it's my favorite thing to do. Right, right. I'm not I'm not for you. I'm not for anybody. I'm for myself. And, uh, you know, I hate my fucking job. I hate you. I hate everything. I used to be an angel. Fuck this. Right. Do you know why the do you know why he was mad at God? Uh, no, because God held humans higher than angels. He he loved them more. So All right. the devil was like, well, what the fuck, dude? We were around first. Why are you loving them more? And God was like, yeah, I, I love them more. So fuck you. And it's like, yeah, I don't know, man. That's kind of a fair move for the devil to be like, dude, I'm your first son. Now you don't give a shit anymore. Right. Eh, right. This is very superficial about what I know about that stuff. But it's pretty like, I don't know, man. I think I understand why the devil would be upset if God was just like, I don't know. I like humans more now. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. But anyway, I'm not saying to worship the devil because none of it exists. None of it exists. I don't know. You know, we just happy Easter, guys. You know, Jesus was that's when he came back to life, walked around for a while. I don't know why he didn't stay. Oh, I got to tell you, I went to church. Oh, yeah. Tell me about this. Uh, my dad was like, my dad came over for Easter and he was like, well, we have to go to church. You have to come to church. And I was like, you know what? I'll go to church for you. How bad could it be? As a kid, it takes a long time because it's, it's, you have, you know, kid time, things take longer. Yeah. Let me tell you, that thing is just as long as I remember it. It sure. was like Guantanamo Bay torture. Sure. They open with songs that don't. The only thing I like, first of all, there's so much in church that they don't do that you in Catholic church that they don't do that they should be doing. There's no Q&A. You turns out I, I try to raise my hand. My dad goes, yeah. you don't raise your hand. I go, what do you mean? I don't raise my hand. This guy's saying some stuff. I have some questions. Yeah. And he right. was like, no raising hands. No raising hands. They hit you with a two times. They try to hit you up for money. This lady comes with a basket, puts it in front of me. And I said, push on fella. And my dad got mad. <laughs> and he went, don't tell them. <laughs> so you're lucky I'm here. I just told, telling an old lady, <laughs> push on fella. <laughs> No money for you here. And then, uh, so they, they did one thing where they collect their money for the church. And then he did a second one for retired, for retired church people. And I went, well, wait a minute. Why not just do one thing and cut them a, cut them a percentage. And they were like, now we don't want them getting in our percentage. We'll do a second sure. uh, go around. Sure. Also do a cover charge, right? Yeah. Do a cover charge. And you know, if you want me to give you money, I'm not doing that. My dad ended up putting double money in because he felt bad. I'm like, no, I'm not. It's like I, I didn't want to say this to his face, but I'm like, I won't put money in there because the Catholic Church has used the money to move pedophiles around. And not I, only that. I will not do that. I will not put money into that. Not only that. What are you, what are you talking about? The retired priest funds? Those guys yeah. don't retire unless there's a very good reason. And that reason <laughs> is usually they fucked a kid. So no thank you. So uh, push on, fella. Because I've seen a 97-year-old priest. No, they're not retiring like it's the goddamn uh, FDNY, okay? Those guys are working <laughs> till they die unless there's a, a very strong recommendation from the bishop that they retire and skip the country. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to do, I do want to add some positives though. Right. So my dad was like, he didn't like it. And I was like, well, there was some fun. So like the singing in the beginning is really boring. This, the songs suck. And like, and then I was like, well, why not just do good music? And then I went, Oh, that's what Christian rock is. And that's even worse than this. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. yeah, I guess, I mean like, yeah, there is no real solving that. 
Yeah. Well, I guess they have like the sister act churches and those are fun. Well, uh, but that's what I was saying. The the best drummers in the world world are those uh the guys who do the for gospel choirs. Have you ever watched mm-hmm. YouTube videos of the gospel choir drummers? They're so fucking good. Like it's so really? good. But that's like black southern gospel churches, and it's just like the whole thing is just like amazing music. And you're like, Yeah, yeah. of course you love God, because it's just a party every Sunday <laughs> with the best <laughs> yeah. drummer in the world. <laughs> But that was what was also kind of cool, too, right? Like, there was definitely a sense of community when I was in there. I was like, oh, like, these people look at each other. They did a piece be with you. You look, you go there every Sunday. You might see someone be like, oh, I know them. I've seen them around church, and you can yeah. kind of talk. That was cool. I do want it. I mean, I'm starting. I did start my own cult, so I'm, I was kind of looking for things to do. Um, I do want to do the church of none of this shit happened, and right. uh, where I just have people come in. I go, everyone say, you know, let's just uh, talk about what's going on and having a good time and none of it happened. And uh, sorry to be all over the place, but the one thing I got mad, my dad talked about is that there's a guy kept talking about how all of the church this Sunday was about how Easter did happen. It was almost funny how he kept, how the whole thing was about like, people say maybe it didn't happen, but here's why it did happen. And his whole thing was trying to prove that Jesus came back. And I went, buddy, you're missing the boat here. The idea that Jesus came back doesn't fucking matter. None of this shit should be based on the fact whether it's true or not. Truth in religion is the dumbest thing to sell it on. Spider-Man changed my life and none of it happened. Sure, right. So the right. idea the, when you once you bring in the idea that you need to believe in this because it happened. Well, then that means you're doing it because if it didn't, you know, you, you, there's a chance you'll go to hell for not doing it. Right. And that should never be the reason to follow anything. You should say, hey, look, let's go over all these stories in the Bible. And let's see what we can learn from them and how do we learn our lives from them. And that's a lot of good stuff there. And But once you bring in, we are doing it because it really happened, you're, you're losing all the real main reasons on what truly being a good person is. The truly good person follows religion without thinking. And by follows religion is the good stuff in the religion. Right. Follows religion without having to believe that there's a heaven or a hell and that it actually happened is what I think. Right. Well, this is what's interesting to me. And... I, I do kind of get the reasons like, but I've been very interested in, in, in Julius Caesar recently. Mm-hmm. And uh, which is a, another funny, another funny aspect of time, right? Because Julius Caesar arguably on more than one occasion committed genocide. You know, he, 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 he killed the Celts in Gaul man, women, and man, women, and children, you know, wipe okay. them out essentially on it, it, on the pretext. Why? Oh yeah. Why on the pretext that they were a danger to Rome, which, you know, Gaul, Gaul would be kind of, um, France and, 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 you know, put, put North of Italy, essentially of that big region. And he essentially killed everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and his history is kind of, conflicted because they only have his writings about it and so like but most historians think they were no threat to rome whatsoever and he was it was he was doing it to further his own political glory and his own you know glory as a general and all this all this thing but what's so interesting to me is like mike mike when uh can you look up when julius caesar was born i believe julius caesar was born like uh maybe uh, 150 uh uh, BC. Um, so before Jesus, right. And we have such detailed information and like historical documents about Julius Caesar's life. And so then I'm like, 
Well, then why is there just one fucking? Okay, so he was born a hundred a hundred years before before Christ, a uh, hundred BC. So, so we have such detailed information about this man's life, right? So why is there just one cryptic? fucking weird talking snake book about jesus you know what i mean like if it's not like they weren't taking down history accurately at that period now i think part of the reason is like look julius caesar was a great general and then eventually the emperor of rome of course they're going to uh write down his doings as opposed to jesus of nazareth who was you know essentially a street preacher and and uh, his fame grew yeah but, i don't think he got huge till a little bit after right but you still, know the, no one thought he was huge until after he came back from the dead but you would think the romans being the one who 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 who, who eventually crucified him you would think there would be some clearer records like some something well, more than the bible about this man and there well, just I would argue isn't. That that's not see i'd argue that like one you might not want that because you may be the people who crucified god god's son right, right? so you might destroy those records uh two all of that is going from like um, those Jesus people, from what I'm pretty sure, I don't think were, I don't think they were, they weren't high ranking, mm -mm, you know, mm -mm. it was, you were against, you were kind of a rebel when those people who were kind of believing that stuff, right? So I think that it makes sense for there not to be a ton of stuff, right. but also there is a ton of stuff. Like there is tons of different religions. A lot of people, there were, this is what he was talking about yesterday. There were a lot of witnesses of the crucifixion, but when there's a lot of witnesses to the crucif, I mean, to the resurrection, when you have lots of um, uh, people who've witnessed something, you're going to have multiple different takes and stories, right? Because it was Mary um, uh, Magdalene. Yeah, right, right. She was the first person to go back and be like, you my man's ain't in here. And then she told some people and some other people checked it out. And then there was, I want to say Thomas, who was supposed to be there and he wasn't. So then he's got his own fucking story. So like there are other people, but it's, it's all ranging from them. Also, I mean, I don't know. It's not real. Yeah, that's the thing. That's what I love. It's like these witnesses, you wish they were around because you'd love to be like, all right, let me ask you something. Is he not in there or did you see him get up and walk out? Because these are right. two very different fucking scenarios. I mean, I could I could I could steal I could steal a corpse any night of the week. Right. You know what so I he, mean? He came back for like an hour. And that's the thing that bothers me. I don't know how much he came back for, but Jesus should have came back and played for the Wizards for like a few months for sure. like a few years i think anthony said something similar to that in one of his bits but like jesus after they killed jesus he should have came back he should have been back for a year seen everybody they should have killed him again he should have came back a third time and been like motherfuckers y'all can't kill me when are y'all gonna understand that you know like he only came back for like i don't know a hot minute you know it was barely even a full ep well that, that's the i i think because i said a week last night and amy said it, amy grew up pretty christian amy said it was like more like a month but even that exactly it's like it's very convenient it's very it's very convenient to christianity that he just stopped with the miracles two thousand years ago you know what my, i mean like real yeah. convenient uh my dad texted me just now and said hey call me back i want to come on the podcast and have a laugh let's call him real quick and ask him how long jesus came back for okay but let's, I don't want to. I don't want to disrespect his religion. Yeah, let's, let's, we yeah. gotta play it cool. Follow yeah, yeah. my lead on this. Yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, he's a yeah. maniac, but sometimes I'm always yeah. like, I, I am always afraid of going too far and destroying his religion because it's like, I don't want the guy to, I don't want the, the guy's getting, you know, he's like, how many years do you have? You have 20 maybe like, yeah, uh, this is a happiness thing for him. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what he says. Um, Uh, he's gonna be. Mm. Huh. April yeah. Fools. That's huh? fine. April Fools on him. Um. But yeah. Anyway, Jesus is. Yeah. There's a lot of things. I don't. Did Jesus was back for a month? I don't know. I, that, that that's long. what Amy said. I mean, no. I don't know. And this is the other thing I asked Amy. I said, and I said, where did he go then? She said he went back to heaven. Yeah, he went back to heaven. And then I said, well, what? Hey, yeah. Dad. Hey. I, I called you. I texted. You're on the air, just so you know. So don't say anything personal. Oh, I am. Yeah. Oh, okay. Barely. It's kind of hard to do it. But, uh, Dad, how long did Jesus come back for when he came back? Around forty days. What did he do? He appeared. He appeared to all his disciples and the the apostles, mm -hmm. so that he could he could prove to them that he was in fact alive. Okay. And that he was not. See, this is the thing that a lot of people don't realize. He was not resuscitated like a person who, let's say, has a massive heart attack and they flatline. Yeah. And then they paddle him and they come back to life. Jesus was not resuscitated. He was resurrected. So when he came back, he was in his glorified state, which means that he was beyond the, the holding of what we would call this plane of existence. So. The readings tell us that while the guys, they were all huddled up in this room with the doors locked, he appeared right in their midst, right? And, and one of the 12 wasn't there, Thomas. We've heard the expression, the doubting Thomas. Yeah, doubting Thomas. Yeah. Well, he wasn't there. So when he showed up, they told him, he, the Lord is risen. Jesus is risen. We saw him. He came out of here. You're crazy. I ain't going to believe that unless I could put my hand in his wounds, unless I could see. And then the following week, Jesus appeared again, and he said, here, Thomas, come. Look, put your hand in my side. Look at my wounds. Now do you believe? And the, the scripture tells us he fell on his knees and said, my Lord, my God. Wait a minute. So Thomas didn't believe Jesus came back right. until literally has having a conversation with him. And he's exactly. like, I still don't believe. And he was like, we'll feel the wound. I don't know, man. I'm going face no, no. to face with a guy. I'll be like, yeah, you're back. You're clearly here. Yeah, no, no, he no, he believed. But Jesus was telling him, here, here I am. So you don't think I'm a ghost, basically, was what he was inferring. Come, touch, touch Oh, me. you're saying he wasn't a ghost. He came back full human. He came back as he was, fully human and fully divine, glorified. That And what we believe is that that's what we're going to be like when we're finally resurrected. That's oh. the life. Real quick, Brennan, so, do you have a question? Brendan, you can't. He can't hear you, Brendan. I'll have to repeat it to him. Well, yeah. I get. I guess my question would be then, and I assume it's a it's a factor of like because um, Jesus wants people to be faithful. But like, why forty days? Why forty days? Why not? Dad, why stay? forty days? Why not, why not stick not around stay? for like a year? Why not stay? Well, no, forever? for the whole time. No, that's a good question. Forty. There are certain numbers in Jewish theology. We'll call it numbers are very important. OK, for example, uh, now, 40 days is representative of the 40 years that the Jews wandered. OK, in the desert. 
okay, 40, 40 days that Christ stayed in the desert to fast before he came out. So 40 is a very important number. And, and they, they, uh, it, that's what the significance of the 40 is. It's like the number seven, okay, and the number 10. In, in Jewish theology, the number seven is the suspended number. It's the number that goes on. But now the number 10 is the perfect number. So everybody thinks seven is the perfect number, okay? And that's why when you hear the word, you hear the expression 666. Six is the imperfect number. And when you triple it, it's the most imperfect number, okay? So that's why 40 is very important. Well, I, don't know. I think the perfect number is 69. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, well, you know, that's because you're a pig. But if you were a theologian, all right, you know, you're a skustamat. But if you were, you know, a person, uh, you know, like a, the a theologian, those numbers are important. Scripture, you know, that's what happens. Yeah, when I come, when I, I know when I was born, there was three 69s on my head. I'm yeah, a, yeah. I'm the sure. sexual beast. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. yeah, there you go. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Dad, let me send you uh let me call you back, because I can't hold this up anymore. And tell him it's good, oh, okay. good hearing his voice. Good and hearing I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about his. Uh, I'm sorry to hear about uh, his cousin. Are you gonna call me back now, or is this one of those? I'll, let me call you back, and then you don't call me. This is one of those things, Ross. I'll call you back, and then we'll talk when we talk in the future at some point. Hopefully, no, I'll call you after the podcast because right, I, I, I can't I, hear you. On I, I, this is impossible to do as a thing where I hold the phone to a microphone and repeat right, so everything I, Brendan said. I, what? The, the, I don't want to go on and on with this, but I'm making. Are you going to call me back like now? Like I'm going to call you back in probably 30 minutes. All right. Okay. Good. All right. I got to make. All right. Take it easy. I love what you is that thing? What is what? What is that, what, what is that circular thing that would shine? Oh, that's my ring light. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's great. So right. illuminate my face. Yeah. For the All fans right. who want to see my right. face. Don't get your nose. Your nose is very uh, big here. At this I appreciate oh. you. You gave it to me. So whatever. I know. That fucking tomahawk it looks like. All right. Talk to you later. <laughs> I love you, Dad. But um, You know what's interesting is like, and this is why I could never be a, like Christopher Hitchens. Well, first of all, I'd, I'm not at that intellectual level. But like, this is why I don't care to uh, aspire to that is because like, I take no joy, but whether whether that was your dad or not your dad, right. I take no joy in trying to argue someone out of something comforting that they believe in. Do you know right. what I mean? Like, I'm. it's just like, yeah, you believe that. That's good. Like, you're not one of the bad ones. I know your dad. He's a good man. So what? You know, like, right. I think that I think the institution is dangerous. I think the Catholic Church as an institution is dangerous, just as I think most organized religion is dangerous. But I think an individual who has faith, I'm not going to try and fucking argue with them. What's yeah. like, well, so how I feel about these movie review people? I get so yeah. mad when I'm talking yeah. to a guy and they're like, here's why the Snyder Cut sucked. And I go, so you're going to convince me that the time I had that was good was bad? Exactly. Well, fun with that. Now, great. You're right. I get it. I hated it now. I hated those four hours. Right. You took it from me. There is something to, though, that like, yeah, I mean, like, you know, my dad has issues with um, with like abortion and things like right. that, that like he won't vote once religion got into politics, which I guess you could say it always was. <clears throat> it paints a lot of those guys into a corner. So it's like they have to vote. They can't vote Democrat because of 
whatever you know like the the political people tell them it's like well then you're voting for the babies to be murdered and so then they're like well i can't vote for the babies to be murdered so it is a it is a source of control that i don't like with right. has well has and no it's also like theory. it's also like those people and i'm not saying your dad but no. those people just conveniently because it seems um because it seems so unlikely they conveniently ignore study after study after study that shows whether abortion is legal or illegal it does not change the number of abortions it doesn't right. it never because people will find a way to get an abortion if they need one you know like so make right. it legal so it's safe you know like whatever right. you believe you know like but i i if well, I don't my health I'll go back to the whole thing with my dad though is it like my dad doesn't my dad's an older guy how much power yeah. does he have with his religion right so yeah. I have no need to convince my dad to stop being religious because he's comforted now it makes him happy he'll go to heaven right. he, he'll you know hope if God exists he'll see him right there if not whatever but when I see like a 23 year old Christian who's like here's why you got to do this and then I go yeah right. I want to argue with this guy I want right. to take you down because you're you're fucking fucking people, you know, like right. that, bo that right. bothers me. Right. Because it's like, look, and, and I just think that people need to look at religion the same way. I look at Spider-Man where when some some of them get some bad writers, you know, there's a few people who wrote some shit in there that's not good. You don't yeah. look at those issues. You know, you look at when Spider-Man yeah. did the good stuff. You know, you look at the, you take the good and you be smart enough when it's not based on reality. You can look at the bad things that don't hold up and go, hey, we're not really paying attention to this anymore. Because it was written by humans what, instead of what, divine word. What's so funny is that over the years, you know, over the hundreds and hundreds of years, thousands, they have done that. They've just done it wrong. You know, like they've decided to ignore how uh, adamantly Jesus was against lending money with interest, you know, right. which is mentioned in the Bible way more than right. get gay being wrong. They've decided right. to ignore that part. They've said, you know what? That was a bad writer. We, right. we need mortgages. The bank's <laughs> yeah. got to make money. Like, but the guy, the guy who wrote the uh, little, little uh, uh, mini one, one, one book volume about right. gay people. Great writer. Best, <laughs> best writer in the series. Here's the thing that I would love to talk to a theologian about. I would love to talk to someone who's like an actual historical religious person there's nowhere in the bible to my knowledge from what i've and i've look man i'm not like a studied anything because i don't have the ability to remember shit but i've read the bible i actually you know i went to catholic school my dad does this to me every time i talk to him i have a lot of knowledge about this stuff yeah but never have i come across anywhere in the bible that it says this is based on a true story there's nowhere that actually says hey this actually happened it doesn't say it it's just it's just it's written like any other book is written, right? If you found Star Wars DVDs in the Star Wars DVDs, they're talking like this happened because within that thing. But nowhere does it say, "Hey, this is this is uh, this is this is this is absolutely real." You know what I mean? There's there, also yeah, not only that. There's also like they don't even admit it. You know, I think historians have some idea, but there's no dates on anything. So it's like, look, you write a book about a thing 600 years after it happened back during a time that's essentially the dark ages, you know? Yeah. yeah. You're going to throw in some shit about a talking snake. Cause right. some, you know, spice it up a little bit. 
Why not? You, Happened 600 years ago. Maybe snakes talked. Did you watch this documentary on the Mormons? No. God, Dude, no. there's a real good one, um, which I didn't get to finish yet because it's it's not very good. But the stuff that are they bring up is it's not very the documentary isn't done well, meaning it's a little boring, but the info is really good. Yeah. So the Mormons have this their religion is that like Jesus or somebody came back and then talked to the guy. I think his name was like Scott or something. There was Joseph like a guy named Smith. Joseph Smith. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like talk to him and we're like this is the way right so this whole thing happened where they and this all happened in like the 80s or something like it's like it's, it's mormonism happened after george lucas's run on star wars like it's, it's crazy when <laughs> not quite but pretty recently like i think yeah. eight, 1890s maybe 18 18 like nine really early yeah yeah it wasn't okay it, but that's it, still recent yeah right it's a very recent yeah so there's still things going around documents that happened from this, right? So there is this, this whole documentary is about how there's people who have these documents that have like the real, that have like, it's still floating around. And so they found a piece in the original writings of this that um, the guy that when, that Joseph talked to wasn't a man, it was like a talking lizard. <laughs> and they conveniently we're like, no one's going to believe this bullshit and then changed it, but then it. found the original documents that have like, it's like a magic lizard that like people. And then when they found this is going around, there are people who murdered people to try to keep this out of people's hands. But there's all these religious documents that are still floating around about Mormonism that are like, oh, this is way crazier than you thought. But in order to keep this floating, we can't admit to any of this. It's wild. I mean, they and I haven't seen this documentary, but they. His claims about the original tenets of uh, of Mormonism were, I, I believe, and you know, I, this is uh, if there's any Mormons that listen to us, look, we just like talking about this stuff. I don't really much care one way or another, but he he, he claimed that uh, only he could see them because he had magic glasses. And that's true. That's a true claim. He said he had magic glasses that allowed right. him to see them. And then they were like, well, where can we try on the magic glasses? And he was like, don't be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the, the multiple wives thing wasn't part of it until right. he got bored with his wife oh, and with them was like took another peek through those magic glasses <laughs> guess what the lizards said, <laughs> yeah lizard, you know? lizard told me we could feature <laughs> fucking everybody dude you want to hear a bit that i did on them coming back into stand-up i did a bit that i want to say you want to talk about turning a crowd on you yeah my god i turned them and you know like so you i got the light and was like well i'll try this one and everyone went oh you did 20 minutes of us loving you and yeah. now we hate you. Right. And then once I felt them hate me, I couldn't really remember the punchline. So it ended on me just being essentially mean to everyone in the crowd. Sure. But I was like, oh, man, I started getting into politics. And I was like, oh, man, like a lot of people believe in a lot of crazy shit now. Right. You know, a lot of people, Jesus, oh, QAnon, this is crazy. They think that there's the Democrats are eating babies and there's a pedophile ring. Um, that's crazy. It was like, yeah, it's crazy. And I went, but all of you believe in God. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they were like, huh? and I was like, that's just an older version. I think if you believe in Jesus and a, a talking snake and a giant boat and all of that shit, QAnon makes way more sense than that. And sure. then I couldn't even get into the joke. Everyone was like, Hey man, fuck you. <laughs> like, yeah. everyone, like, and I didn't get to the punchline. So I just ended my set literally telling everyone that they're crazy and stupid and everyone believes in horse shit. 
Um, but it was like, yeah, I mean, that's the two things that got me mad about QAnon. Is it like one Christianity is don't act like they're crazy for believing crazy shit. If you're a Christian, you believe Justin is crazy. And two mad at the QAnon people because they were like, we're taking down the pedophile ring. But they all walked past the church, which literally is real hard evidence of the pedophile rings happening and did nothing about it. Nothing. So it's like if you want to take down pedophiles, they're legitimately right there. They're right down the block from everyone. And you they, can go in there. And they're right won't. there. And they continue to move money around to not pay out victims. They continue to move priests around. It's um, Eddie, you know, I'm a, technically a Catholic. I was baptized, as were you. You know, we're were you confirmed. I was not confirmed. I so did, I, I denied to be confirmed. Uh, but I was I'm confirmed. Baptized. To my dad always. My dad goes. You're confirmed. My dad says it doesn't matter what you believe. You're confirmed. So fuck you. That's what he tells me. <laughs> doesn't matter. You're confirmed. You're confirmed Catholic. You're in, so you're a Catholic. This is yeah. the mafia. You take the oath when you're 11. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> so I told my dad, and you know we've we've had this talk about like religion and children. If we have children, and he goes, well, how are you going to raise your kids? Because my wife is Buddhist and I'm not. And she's like, well, if you have kids, like, what do you, you know? What are you going to do? And I'm like. I will present my child religion on their 18th birthday. And I'll say, hey, does any of this, you want to do any of this? But I'm not going to throw any of it them. I throw any of it at them until then. You know, they'll do Santa. They'll do Santa and they'll do Spider-Man. But at 15, I'll be like, Spider-Man's not real, man. These books are drawn. So you think sorry. your kid's making it to 15 believing in Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> well, man, <I'm> so, <laughs> let me ask you this. Let me ask you this question. I want to ask you if you think I did something wrong. My nephew, so two years ago, or maybe a year ago, my nephew, not this Christmas, it was last Christmas. Um, my nephew for Christmas, what I got him was in Into the Spider-Verse. In, did you see it in the Spider-Verse, Brendan? Yeah, yeah, really enjoyed it. Okay, so in that movie, there's a little thing. It's a USB drive, and it says Goober. And the whole movie is about Miles Morales essentially protecting the Goober. It's like, it's like a USB drive that allows him to like do a thing or whatever the thing is, right? Right. So the whole movie is about him protecting a goober. So for my nephew, I made him a goober because he loved the movie. And oh, I went, cool. hey, I'm from I'm, I'm from Queens. I put in a Spider-Man case and I, think, and I was like, Spider-Man has been watching you and he thinks he wants you to protect this and hold this for him. So, you know, for, you know, if you can. Yeah. And he, when it came out, when I gave it to him, he did not give a shit, right? It was like, oh man, I really wrote a letter. I did a whole thing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. he calls me this week and he reopened it. And he goes, Greg, Uncle Greg, is this thing real? <laughs> and I went, yep. I told yeah. him, I said, yep, yeah. it's real. Yeah. Uh, and he goes, but Spider-Man's not real. And I went, Spider-Man's real. He lives yeah. in Queens. He's my friend. And he goes, so I don't understand why, why, why didn't he give it to me? And I was like, he didn't want to give it to you because he doesn't want the bad guys to know about you. You know, you have sure. to protect it yeah. so that, you know, you're just a good kid and you can protect it and you just want to get in trouble. He goes, what happened? And he asked me, and then I was like, realized, I'm like, well, how am I? I'm an asshole. I'm making this kid who is now five or six believe Spider-Man is real. No. And then he's going to get let down. So what? What, do you, what is Santa Claus? You know, the same fucking shit. Who cares? That's great. Uh, With a belief. That's not that. Those kind, kids take those kind of letdowns fine. Like, I don't ever. <laughs> they do. I don't yeah. ever. Do you ever remember? I don't remember for a second being like, Santa Claus isn't real. Fuck everyone. You know what right. I mean? It was just like, oh, well, that was a fun trick. You know, yeah. good. Good. for Thanks. You know, like, right. it's I all, got presents. Like, yeah, I got presents. I got to believe in this guy like that's you're not doing a you're doing a, a, a fun 
game, you know, yeah. like like he's five or six. I would say if he was like 12 and you were like, no, dude, Spider-Man is real. I don't care yeah. what those kids at your school are saying. You go in there and you tell them like then you're <laughs> fucking the kid a little bit, you know, yeah. like but five or six. What's the harm in that? It's no. How is that different than Santa Claus? You know, like, no, yeah. no different. It's better. Right. Mike just messaged a thing that I actually wanted to bring up. And uh, I did. He did say this to me when I first gave him the goober. He went, I went, I, you know, he was like, he didn't kind of care, but he went, wait a minute, is mommy and daddy in danger? Like he was worried that now having it, yeah, Dr. Yeah. Octopus and then might come to his house. So yeah. Mike, Mike had messaged a fun game of living within fear of Dr. Octopus being real is like, he did do that. He, the first, I have to go back to ask my sister or I'm sure I talked about it on a podcast, remember exactly what he said, but he gave me this look like he, I watched him put it together where he went fun, cool. Oh fuck! I know yeah. what I have, and this is yeah. I don't know that I can do this. Why would you give this to me, Uncle yeah. Greg? Yeah. Anyway, I don't know what happened, but like two years later, he brought it back up. So that's funny. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm gonna. I'm not a comic book guy. I'm gonna teach my kid that uh, uh, National Treasure one and two are hundred percent historically <laughs> accurate. Just have them become a treasure hunter. You know, it's <laughs> like it's we fun. You're old enough now. We got to watch these very serious movies on the history of the United States. <laughs> Dude, I, I hate like I hate to get serious because I'm very serious about this stuff. Yeah. But like Star Wars is a living document that is a better thing to believe in than Christianity. If you get into the real depths of the force and what the force is and how it works and the good and the evil, and the light and the dark and how the dark can pull you over and like all as a metaphor it's significantly better with less problems than actual. This is what I'm, as I'm creating a religion now, because I don't know if I told you, I, I did sort of yeah, call yeah. it, but I am, I am creating like the tenets yeah. of, it's called uh, the King Bear. The King Bear is, he, he came down from the Crystal Mountains. He spoke yeah, sure. to the real God. Sure. And the evil one is the, the bastard beaver. And the beaver is always trying to pull you from the King Bear's teachings. Um, the issue, what I'm realizing is that the more specific you get with religious rules um the more it is the bad the worse it is right so if you say no rape right and that's like a oh yeah we could all say that then you get into like well what is there's oh then you can start picking apart what are these things when is it good when is it bad so with my religion you got to be real general about all this shit you know and it's like and, and you have to it has to be self you have to have to be able to look into yourself and find your own rules as opposed to being very specific <laughs> sure, on sure. those things. Like no taxation. What? Right, Blurred lines. All, always great when it comes to rape. What's Just funny? Kidding. As soon as I said that, I went, this is the one thing I really can't. I can't find a, I can't find a way to rape is good. No, but I get what you mean. It is better. It is way better to just have a dark and a light. Stay in the light. That should Stay be the, the only light. thing. Stay in the light, you know, and and what you're saying, uh, first of all, I agree with. And I do think it's a testament to Star Wars, but it's also a testament to how bad the Bible is, because <laughs> honestly, because you yeah. could be like Harry Potter, better Bible, uh, right. fucking, you know, uh, James Bond movies, better Bible. Like yeah. um, the born movies, better right. Bible, like and pretty much anything. Because look, watch the Passion of the Christ. Bad movie. You know, that's how you know. Is it a good movie? It doesn't right. teach a lesson at the end. Then it's a good religion. It's a good book. It's it's they would call it the greatest story ever told. But 
the truth, the passion of Christ got wiped by Captain America First Avenger <laughs> yeah, in the, in the yeah. box office. And yeah. I'll be honest, and I'll be honest, Captain America First Avenger, not even the greatest story ever told. Yeah. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, better. Better. Also, not the greatest story ever told. Yeah. What What's is the greatest the- story ever told? Uh, it's green eggs and ham. Yeah, I mean the greatest story ever told, right? Like, what's so? What's the like? Because I think a hero's it has to be a hero's tale of some sort because those mm. are the best stories. So you and then you have to say like, what's the best hero's tale? What's the simplest? What's the first? I don't know. What's the best? I I don't know. For me, oh man. For me, honestly, in all in all seriousness, the greatest story ever told is the Lord of the Rings. The book, not the movie. I love the movies, but I think the book is so in-depth, so crazy. The lengths that this lunatic went to to just invent languages and like the the background on it. I think that's the greatest story ever told. But that's the greatest story ever told is uh is one man, it's 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 one man's perspective. Anyone right. can, you know. For me, it's the gray. A man fighting a bunch of wolves in a mountain. Right. That's never mind. And I never even saw the movie. Yeah, I, and the I trailers ch- were enough for me to go. This is the best, and I've just changed mine to the gray. The gray. I forgot about the gray. It's the gray. It's the it's, gray. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we should probably wrap up. I guess. Uh, you know, that's what happens when Anthony's not here. You get two guys taking down religion. Yeah, we'll take it down again. I think every time it's just you and I. It gets into this stuff. But that's okay. Anthony's back on Thursday. Yeah, and I'm not here on Thursday, so uh, right. you get so you get a whole different flavor. <laughs> Yeah, you see what that is. Uh, I would love to know what it's like when it's just you and Anthony, because I've never seen that. I know it's happened, but I was never there. So how do I know what happens? It's a tough one, man. You're the glue. And as much as I love Anthony, we're both we both kind of rely on you as the you know, if you you can't play handball without a wall. You know what I'm saying? And you're you're you're, you're our wall. Ball. You're hey, come on. Nobody hey. said you were fat. Nobody said you were fat. I'm a big and, wall. I'd rather be a big wall. Anyway, uh, if you guys can come out, don't feel like you have to. But if you're in the area, I'm taping a dry bar special in Provo this Friday the 9th. I think tickets are open to the public. So just uh, Google, you know, dry bar live events. I'm then the following weekend. I am uh, at the St. Louis Funny Bone. Go to that uh, website. I'm then at the next the last two weeks in uh April, I'm at the Tulsa Looney Bin, followed by the Wichita Looney Bin. I'd love to see some of you guys. I'm vaccinated, so I'm safe. It's uh, about it, you know? Fucking, who gives a fuck, you know? Who does give a fuck? I don't know. Uh, I'll tell you, if you guys can do me a favor, if you listen to this podcast and you don't follow me, can you follow me and follow Brendan as well, Anthony, on Instagram and um, and Twitter? I'm just trying to... I've just been getting stoned and tweeting a lot at night and you know i'd like to have more likes on those uh yeah. and two i may have a treat for patreon people this um this week because i'm i'm testing out this new idea i told you anthony i told you anthony you're not anthony no you're brendan uh i got a new idea of a thing i want to try so i'm gonna I might, I might test it out and put it on the patreon i should not have told anyone that because now i have to do it you don't have to do it oh one quick thing before we go i love the uh I do love the like the uh I don't know just the the twisted sort of like uh the the knowledge the facts of Christianity that are only facts because someone said they're facts where like and again I don't want to take down 
people that believe and like, I appreciate your dad coming on, but the idea that like, well, six is an imperfect number. And so that means three sixes is the most imperfect. Well, it's like, well then what, what about six sixes? Cause that seems more imperfect. If you're, why is three right. the most imperfect? What about four? Like right. why what they just said three? what makes a number. I don't, I don't even understand <laughs> yeah, the idea of a yeah. number being imperfect yeah, because it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Why is three imperfect? Cause it's an odd number. Is that what makes it imperfect? Cause nine is odd too. And three is in fact even or six and is I, even. And I would argue three is perfect as I've done a podcast with two people and have way more fun when there's three, because you have one guy to listen and one guy to retort. Yeah, well, so three is that, a better number. That's a slap in the face, but uh, I had fun. Well, we today. had fun today, but I think we always do better when it's the three yeah, of us. Sure. Of course, of course. Right? One yeah. is, I would say one is the most imperfect number. You ever listen to a podcast with just one guy talking to a microphone? It's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. One imperfect. I'd say I've never been a fan of like uh, 15. Right. I don't know why. 15? I like 15. You do? fifteen Because yeah. I remember having 15 was a good year. That was being like year. fifteen was like fifteen was a fun age. Yeah, it was a fun age. I don't know why. I was just trying to think of a number I didn't like. I fucked up. Fucking it. No, there are some there, there are some numbers that I don't like. Yeah. I like ten. I, li- I like most even numbers. I don't know why that is. I don't know if that's my personality trait or if everyone likes more. I you would like- I would guess because of the symmetry in your mind subconsciously. I would guess if you did like a, a worldwide or a big enough. Um, uh poll mm-hmm. people people in general prefer even to odd uh, that would be my guess just because i think as humans we do like a certain symmetry and subconsciously we'd pick we'd pick four over three we'd pick we'd pick six over five and i don't know i don't know i i don't know if anyone's ever done that but uh, it'd be interesting i'm gonna tweet right now i'm gonna tweet retweet this if you like even numbers like it if you like odd numbers better and then we'll see what gets more. Yep. Easy, easy, easy enough. Right. All yeah. right. See you guys later. See you. The Rad Dude Cast is hosted by Anthony DeVito, Brendan Eyre, and Greg Stone. Original music by Brian Zippert. Produced by Mike Suarez. Executive producers Brendan Eyre, Greg Stone, and Anthony DeVito. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcasts.